0: war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. It's Tuesday. It is April 19th, school vacation week. A little bit of rain last night, but a nice uh, week for the kids to get out. A lot of people are traveling. This portion of our program, folks, Rhode Island's number one garden center. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, they're open for the season. They are officially open. Stop in beautiful selections, pansies, pansy flats, pansy bags hangers and bowls all assorted colors what a great selection they have also you know the spring flowers are just terrific tulips hyacinths daffodils wait till you see the colors of the hydrangeas blue white and pink and they carry many landscape materials including screen loom black brown hemlock mulch gift certificates are available they also have crushed stone look for them on facebook it's pr landscape materials and garden center rhode island's number one garden center 3688 quake in north kingstown they're open seven days a week stebby debbie steve jr and byron folks family-run business and they have quality it's it's the the what they sell is quality plus great service pull right up be glad to help you and then when you get back home, either it's your home or business, its it's quality, it'll last, and it'll beautify your home, your garden, your business, your domicile. PR, landscape materials, and garden center. I think the world of them, simply because they work so hard, it's seven days a week, and they have just taken the market by storm. But what people really love, and you're going to notice, is the impeccable service that they offer it's pr landscape materials and garden center so president biden is in new hampshire today and um so democrats feel that president biden needs to get out on the road and start talking about all the accomplishments this is complete tone deaf it's not going to do anything he is prone to gaffes the biden presidency is uh, by all accounts it is collapsed it's really over i mean it's not over he's still in office uh, the remainder of this year right i mean we, just, we still have a long way to go it's only april think about that through the midterms so he's president all during the summer the fall should just be a total bloodbath republicans will take back over and then biden unless something changes he's president to all of 23 now that should be interesting because then at least the republicans will have control of the house and the senate and then he's president 24 now he is telling people supposedly he told president obama he's going to seek re-election i mean does anyone really believe that he's going up to new hampshire today it's he can't travel they're about to find out why he can't veer off a script they're going to do it's like a quick touchdown give a speech teleprompter and then boom he's back on air force one they can do that all the time the fact of the matter is inflation is a problem it's not going to go away people are very concerned about inflation price of gas obviously everywhere he goes he's going to be asked about the situation in ukraine of which you know it's also fluid so then they don't have a they don't really have an, an opportunity to brief him on what he should say um i'm going to defer to that democrat pollster that said this is the worst political climate in the last 30 years and and it's only going to get worse and what they are really afraid of is coming up in the fall midterm elections republicans will take back the house that part is absolutely guaranteed and that's why cicilline this is it he's going to do this term and then that's it that'll be an open seat pelosi same thing they're doing it just to put on a good face but they know it's over they know they're going to the back bench no one wants to be around for that that's also one of the that's the reason why langevin is leaving they he realizes i mean langevin has no power in congress and now republicans are set to take over but what they're very nervous about is i think they're going to take the senate as well and then the 2024 election for the senate could be even more devastating for the democrats and the republicans can take the white house so in january of 2025 republicans could control all three branches of government and they're going to have a lot of work to do in trying to get the country back on track and it it may drag out that long and again, for those that say they, they don't want, they want Biden out of there, I mean, the alternative is Harris. And I don't know of anyone. She is the, the most unpopular vice president ever. And now she's just out of sight. Now they've decided let's just lay low and see if that works by just keeping her out of the spotlight. Now she's nowhere. So, And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But no, I I, I don't think – and is Biden Biden declining in health? Absolutely is, much like Senator Dianne Feinstein, who people that meet with her, the San Francisco Chronicle had a big article over the course of the weekend. They were talking to Democrats that said they're somewhat taken aback just how much she is failing, her memory is failing uh she was apparently in a meeting senator diane feinstein had to keep repeating the person she had to keep being reintroduced to the person in the meeting now granted the meeting was maybe an hour long but think of that you know you're sitting down with someone they're talking you're talking back and forth and 15 minutes later they say i'm sorry now who are you again my name is you know blah 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 jim smith harry all right talking a little bit longer half hour later she says now excuse me now i'm sorry now what's your name as if she's being introduced for the first time that's a sitting u.s senator now folks closer to home governor mckee see he's in this bind right now he can't do a lot of press he doesn't want to be asked about the fbi probe it's not going anywhere uh what he's benefiting from is his democrat opponents are really not pummeling him on that the way they could but that will change that will change the one to watch is helena folks right she ran cvs she has a lot of money to burn through her numbers are not moving her campaign is not moving she's already flipped over some staff the problem with doing that is now you don't want to keep doing it so now she's just holding on to the people she has but her campaign is nowhere she's still i think she's still polling in the single digits and what they normally do is she's going to have to really start to go after him so i think at some point not right away not next week but Uh, at some point when she opens the faucet of negative ads towards McKee that's where he is just going to be pummeled to the wall now something else that I want to touch on and we're going to do it periodically but it's this Superman building foolishness Uh, the public should not be paying for this this is ridiculous and there's a a Providence City Council person that has a a, an op-ed in the Boston Globe who says here are our options either pay this guy the state we need to spend 220 million or the building's going to set vacant yeah that's like a ransom that's like a kidnapping what do you mean pay 220 million or it goes you know if you want to do that if they want to generate life downtown if they want to bring people downtown think of that if you really have you have 220 million dollars let's even just say it's 200 million we won't go that high right 200 million think of if every single day every single day in the city of providence they had a drawing maybe twice a day twice a day they gave out one hundred thousand dollars but you must be present to win so twice a day at noontime and then also at five o'clock two drawings a day they give out one hundred thousand dollars each time but you must be present to win when they call your number you get a number uh, maybe it's a buck maybe it's free Maybe it's free, and but you must be present to win $200,000 a day. You would generate more people downtown. People would go shopping. People would be parking. People would find different ways to get down there. People would go to the restaurants. That would bring a lot of life to the city, and you don't even have to spend. Think of that. Think how long you could do that. You could do that for the next year, as a matter of fact, right? It's only $200. It's only uh, $200,000 a day, so you could definitely do that and still, you know, not even come close to what that is going to be. Um, instead of just—that would bring life in. That would bring a lot of people in. Maybe it's even 50000 each drawing. Maybe $100,000. 100000 100, must be present to win, and then th- that will generate—now, again, I- I'm just saying there's a lot of different ways that you could breathe life into the downtown— but to take a building that someone bought for 33 million in 2008 and then suddenly now it's worth 12 million 10 million and you're going to pump 200 300 million into a building that's worth 10 million does that make sense to anybody can you imagine any business doing that i mean this whole business that somehow if they don't preserve that building or they don't get someone in there that that they they should be more pressure on this guy to do something or he could put it up for auction or he could refuse to pay the taxes then we'd go to into a, a tax auction something he doesn't want to do anything about it i'm willing to bet that there are people who would do something with it but this business that well you have to pay him the money that sure sounds like a ransom to me folks this portion of the john dipetro show is brought to you hey listen grilling season is here i want you to stop by and see my friends jay's Broadway Appliance. When's the last time you get a new grill? Whether it's a charcoal grill or a a gas grill or electric grill, stop it and see them. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5, right there in Smithfield. You can call them at 401-949-7800. Think of this: family-run business, 35 years in business that's right 35 years in business and and going and so stop in think of that and not only that you get to deal directly with the owners uh wonderful father and son team in there it's jay's broadway appliance and especially now during grill season now granted they have all appliances you need if you've been thinking maybe getting a new refrigerator or a new stove Stop in, maybe a new TV. Jay's Broadway Appliance. I like you can just drive right there, easy parking right in front. Pop in and see them, deal directly with the owner. Call them 401 949 7800 Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Jay Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on Jay Perry Paving, they provide high quality. Fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving for a free quote it makes a huge difference in your property in your home in your driveway or patio 401-732-1730 j perry paving 401-732-1730 you can also find them on facebook they're terrific hey get that driveway paved call and book an appointment now 401-732-1730 for j perry paving folks you're listening to the john de show weekdays we start at 11. We go until 2 p.m. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePetro.com. Joining me right now, one of my siblings. She is an independent columnist, opinion maker. She has worked in government on Capitol Hill. She has worked in media, radio, television. Also, obviously, a columnist with newspaper. It is uh, the one and only Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to start off. You know, you've been a press secretary for a, a Congress men sitting on Capitol Mm -hmm. Hill and Jen Jen Psaki the um, the level that she's going at now I mean it was it was bad enough with this whole business that she's announced she's going to MSNBC and I'm not surprised that people at uh, MSNBC are not happy about that or NBC News but this latest now where she's doing an interview and to me trying to almost endear herself to the political left and Mm -hmm. the name calling and taking shots at Peter Doocy, the White House correspondent of Fox. It it just, I don't recall anything like this. You know, Sean Spicer went through a lot when he had that job and so did Sarah Huckabee Sanders. But this is, um, it goes beyond unprofessional. Uh, it, it just, it's veering off into this. This is not part of the job description. I, I'm just wondering where this is going.
1: Yes, and, and good to be with you, John. Um... You know, you might say it's a good thing she's leaving because the job has clearly gotten under her skin and it really shows. That's my first take on all this. Um, I I just think her um, behavior toward someone who is a credentialed, appropriate, hardworking, qualified member of the White House Press Corps, which is Peter Ducey of Fox News, and her very personal, uh, sarcastic, you know, just very insulting rapport with him, John, is is really, you're right, is not something I can recall ever seeing. And we've certainly had, you know, Democrat administrations, now they certainly were beyond, the press was so hostile um, back in the other administration to Kaylee McEnany. But, you know, th- you're the president's face and voice when you're at that podium. And I think it's beneath that podium, for her to act that way Um, you're right. And she's at a day and age where she's using a lot of multimedia to uh, certainly intentionally, by the way, we know that John, she, she kind of whips up the Twitter crowd, which we know is one-sided. And, you know, so she has this back and forth, but for her to, you know, I think it was very, uh, you know, try to embarrass him in front of the rest of the press corps. Something to the effect, this was last week where all this started about saying, well, your network supplies you with questions. I realize that. And you're, you know, they're misleading questions and you're supposed to, you know, throw those out the, uh, at these press briefings. First of all, he is so qualified. He yes. is he is bright. Yeah. Um, and by the way, he's doing what everyone in that room was used to do and is supposed to do, that's called journalism. That's right. They're, that is the White House of the United States. This is not softball. You're supposed to be in, you know, we have so many things at stake. There's a war going on. Um, there's a lot of questions about their lack of leadership. There's just a million things. You, anyone in that room should be doing what Peter Doocy does every day. So I think what her demeanor to him She's like playing to this base crowd. Um, I think, John, it's very beneath the job. It's inappropriate. And why, I will, will say this too, why is she allowed yes. to, to do this like weird, uh, you know, one-sided podcast thing that's already like an opinion show? Right. She's allowed to do Good that. Point. I can't recall another no. press secretary ever did that. Um, and she is still at the podium. And, it, you know, NBC, which should be theirs to my view, they have correspondence, been there a long time. Um, and some of these people to me, John, they should be embarrassed. She's like yeah. joining your network. I mean, that's right. You know, this is like a circus act and, and she plays to him or plays against Peter Doocy. She, you know, you can keep doing that. I, I think what is really at work here, they are sinking and she knows it. She's a public yep. relations person. She that's knows right. and, I, I'll okay and I've said this before I'll give her that she's paid to do the spin she does that is what right. the job is yes but there's there's spin and then there's lying and then there's you are insulting a person who has every right to be in that room I think it's beneath the job
0: it is that and way. not only that and again folks so with Donna Perry <clears throat> you know Peter Ducey doesn't bring it up but listen you know if they wanted to Fox News, they're not kind of ahead of MSNBC. Right, they're they're like... Like, you could add their two numbers together, and they still don't. Fox is a dominant mm-hmm. news organization. He's By the White far. House correspondent. As far as this business of your network supplies, I, I've sat in COVID briefings, whether it was a or whatever, and the news director at Channel 10 or Channel 12 are sending questions over to their person. I mean, it's not that uncommon, never mind if it's in real time. Or someone says, hey, you know, follow up with this or think of when sometimes we we see someone, you know, they have wolf blitzers in their ear and then they're somewhere and they're even kind of giving them questions. Can you ask of course. Them this or that? So to do that in a in a demeaning way, when she knows, as, as you know, it, it's, it's very common that that goes on in the business and sometimes they may come across something in real time. It's it's not easy being there. There's a lot going on. You may not have heard an answer or a question. So to pivot that way, but just finally on this, I also, Donna Berry, I think we're also playing out, you know, would she be doing this if if he were a person of color? If he were absolutely. Trained, if he were, it just seems- Of course not. He's Fox, he's a white male, his dance yep. on Fox and Friends. It just seems that she feels- this person's for your game. Therefore I'm going to, you know, fan the flame with the crowd and I'm just going to, you know, there's nothing I can do to prevent him from being in the white house press briefings, but I'm going to make it very clear. Just, you know, what, a, how I, I frown upon them.
1: that. Right. And John, again, it is beneath the job, it is. you know, she's acting the way it once they're in the campaign slugging it out. Right. Yes. If you were, biden's campaign press secretary you know 24 20 months ago that's that's one thing to go after reporters and they really go back and forth um as you've pointed out and that's exactly right news is breaking in this day and age they're in there. It's a very tough job. News is breaking all day long. There was yeah. news breaking while they did the briefing, I, right. I believe, you know, just today. And she couldn't answer a lot of some real important stuff. So the, that made the point. News is breaking constantly. If anyone doesn't think, for instance, CNN's Caitlin Collins would not was not sitting there in briefings when they were so antagonistic to Trump and as That's if right. her her producers were texting her. Constantly, yep. John, they're like, oh, this just broke. Oh, and, you know, yeah. someone's going to get in trouble. Trump had this thing. They they that's how it's done in this, you know, multimedia universe. These people are, as you know, John, and you've been down there, you've seen that. I know a little bit about it. They're like out on the lawn. They have to go through a lot of security, by the way, to even do a job like that. You're constantly going through the, you know, the metal detectors. You're in and out of that building. They're out on the lawn. They're doing live shots. Stuff is breaking. Of course, they're all in touch with the producers or in their ear. Right. You know, it, it's just part of doing that job. And like I said, yeah. whether it's Caitlin Collins or all these other people, they they have producers texting them while they're mm. in the briefing.
0: Yeah. I guarantee, in real time. Right.
1: Multiple times okay. through the hour, hour and a
0: half. So Folks, we're going yeah. to take a quick break. A lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePetro Show a problem with your heating system call re coogan heating today 401-732-6562 24-hour emergency service gas boiler oil burner coogan heating 401-732-6562 they're helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services look for them on facebook and the website is re coogan residential services as coogie says let us into your home Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, RE Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now it's cold, it's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401. 732 6562. It's Coogie. It's 24 hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago, our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating, four oh one seven three two sixty five sixty two. Look for them on Facebook and then the website is R. E. dot com. We're speaking with independent columnists of the new maker. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, this story about Diane Feinstein, um You know, listen. no one wants to be cruel, but this is someone who I believe she's 88. Yes. San Francisco Chronicle, to their to their credit, got some people to at least go on background. No one wants to, you know, be seen as mean. But apparently there were even meetings in in the person. uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein had to the person had to keep reintroducing himself to her during the course of this long meeting. Right. She could not gauge now that. It's a red flag. They are certainly questioning, you know, her mental capability. This is someone, you know, whether you agree with her or not, several years ago, she was a, a force to be reckoned with that famous thing of the, the people came crashing into her office, right. of the Green New Deal. And she stood right up and said, well, then you can run for office. And that's not the way it works. And but now, you know, as much as there's a focus on on Biden and his age, th- this is a, a delicate situation with someone that she's been there that long. And it, it just seems to be, you know, between money and and power, the one thing she doesn't want to give up is, is seemingly the power.
1: Well, look, and as you say, I would say I would uh, give some kudos San Francisco Chronicle. I certainly wouldn't agree with a lot of their viewpoints. But, you know, that reporter who really dug it up, talked to lots of people. And by mm. the way, as we're saying, John, talking to many Democrats yes. themselves—that—that's that's right. what's really, I think, was being driven by. Certainly, Democrats. Republicans would probably say, "Oh, let her just stay in there for a while."
0: Right. Um,
1: so you have discontent, and this is a larger problem for Biden. You have great discontent bubbling up from uh, across the spectrum of the Democratic Party. Like I say, he's in trouble. The administration, a lot of what they're doing, it's a mess. Um, and not to mention the war and and his inability to convey leadership, strength to the American public is very vivid in any poll. You can take anybody's poll. People right. say polls are, but you can take anyone's poll. Um, it, it, his presidency for many reasons, John, is essentially failing. And let's, so let, let's stay is, with the
0: Feinstein thing for a moment. I'm just going back to you know, Strom Thurmond was there for a very long time. Right. I remember Clay Pell at the end. You know, I remember the famous thing. He was asking a question and it didn't fit. And one of his staffers ran over and they had handed him the wrong card. John Chafee died in office. Chuck Grassley is running for reelection. That's well, true. What does and a he's... party do when someone is there that long? And and clearly, you know, there's a lot of people in her office that that's their Life, that's their power. Well, that's
1: mm-hmm. and I would say, and I didn't mean to get off track, I mean, I'm, i you're right, like it's it's really is of she is a power broker. Um, but she is now by what has been reported in that piece, she really isn't capable of carrying out the job. Um, and I would say that it everyone people have a right to be concerned when you are a major U.S. senator from a state of California, 40 million people. There's, you know, you have just two senators. Um, and, and I think it's very delicate issue. It does open a very awkward door. Like who who is going to say, how long can we continue with this? Like you say, JD, whether it's staff has to whisper in her ear, yeah. they take votes. and by the way, she's she's on and leadership of very important committees. and a lot mm. is decided. Um, from my years ago, you know, people don't realize it's really the U S Senate where a lot is decided that is very critical that goes through those Senate committees. And, um, mm. she's at the top cause the Democrats are in charge. So, you know, they have, uh, the chairmanships. I, I don't know. Um, obviously her people did not like, uh, that's her hometown major newspaper. Yeah. They did not like them going to that degree, mm. That, but obviously the reporter talked to many, many people um, who, again, people won't go on the record, but they're saying, you know, if if you're in the meeting, as you say, and within the context of what, 15 minutes or so, she is not understanding who she's talking to. Yeah. Does that person belong staying a U.S. Senator? A so, U.S. Senator. It,
0: and, and I think, Donna Perry, if anything, <clears throat> if you're the Democrat Party, I mean, it's one thing, and we're going to talk about the Biden gaffes, but- Now to have another senior person there. I mean, I just don't think that's the image they want as we're, you know, we're going to talk about the midterms. But I just wonder, where does this go? Because I think as long as she's breathing, as long as she's walking, I I think, you know, the staff, as you know, they get so embedded. They don't want to give up that power. Well, that's
1: it. Right. You know, and those... Yeah, they, they, those people become their own just wall of steel. And they yeah. they do rally around the person. Mm. Um, then they'll keep her as sheltered as possible. Wow. Um, when you go into the summer months, Congress is not right. there as much. Good point. And they'll hide her. And then yeah. the fall is the election. So the Congress really is not in Washington that much. Good and, point. So it's you know. really a
0: countdown now of the rest of this month, May. And yeah, after.
1: they just figured well, let's stumble along, you know.
0: Memorial Day and then they're gone now speaking of that donna perry you know the um the biden gaffes. i mean it it doesn't seem to matter anytime they ask him to do something he goes off script then he wanders over to the media and they basically gives the impression he's going to to, you know uh, ukraine which he's not and then you know the odd thing because they had turn and shake hand the other day he turned the wrong way and so now there's no one there he doesn't he doesn't have presence of mind to pivot that he was supposed to turn the other way. Uh, um, I know. <laughs> I mean, the Biden gaps that used to be a thing of, you know, stumbling down a stair or something like that. This is basically, let's face it, they cannot put him out because even it's as simple as just follow the teleprompter and give the speech. He to me, he, he is failing more than he did a year ago
1: absolutely i mean that did appear of someone who looks like they're shaking a hand in thin air i mean there's no
0: it's just (laughs) i said jimmy stewart and harvey i mean the invisible man (laughs) a president not to to still just put out his hand because i'm sure the teleprompter said turn and shake hand but he turned instead of turning to his left he turned to his right and there was no one there but he still put his hand out to shake the hand i mean that is
1: it, it, right. rough.
0: It's
1: it's rough and it is it should be a little bit frightening. John, if they've reached a point yeah. where he needs to be that guided, mm. like he can't think on his feet for no. that simple a gesture. Well, no wonder they're very upset that he's whatever in these phone calls was Zelensky and he's maybe I'll come oh over. You goodness. know that they're terrified that that is not supposed to happen. I mean, if he cannot think on his feet... Yeah. In a simple, that's a casual, you know, that's one of these happy little events and, and you just speak and then everyone politely a- right. applauds. It
0: must be gaff-free.
1: And, and right, and that the he can't turn, like any president, the stage, things can get, you know, thrown off. And you can't go turn left, turn, oh, okay, where are they? Oh, they're over here. It, it really appeared that he could not, that simple, think mm. on his feet. Um, and what does that tell us? I mean, it's it's just like you say, John. And the, the demands of the job are yeah. for someone in that condition, as you and I've talked about. It, it's not like he's aged a year, John. It's like no. five five years of time.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know what they're going to do. Um, you know, and they go along, and then they try to have these highly scripted, careful, uh, limited—they call it limited access—with him. Yep. Um, situations, never mind the names, he's butchered people's names. Well, that's been going on from day one, Ooh. but that that was very um, eye opening, you know, and very concerning that he couldn't make that simple um pivot. And I didn't know whether if you were going to mention, I did catch the Easter egg roll, yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness, that's <laughs> well, that's another one. That's I, I thought that was actually more revealing than almost anything because. Jill Biden, you know, the wife who obviously knows a lot more than the rest of the public of what right. his true condition is. And, you know, the fact that she, she seemed almost, um, kind of anxious and then kind of impatient and, mm. and sort of, um, a little bit odd, like, no, you just sit there. And, and then, then she her remarks were caught on the open mic. Um, mm. and then I believe it was at the, when they were up in the balcony outside you know the terrace or whatever and saying just wave wave and that came across oh, on the mic wow. um and and you know i i think at those moments it like i say i think seeing her sort of looking and she just i'll just say this she looks like a spouse who has this micromanaging of this cognitively declining spouse. She just Mm. does. I mean, I'm sorry. She just, there's no other way to say it because there's the nervousness and she has sometimes a very tense look on her face. Um, you know, they, they can pull that kind of a setting off. Of course it's lighthearted. It's funny. The Easter bunny. Okay. You would think it was be fine, but the fact that he even had to be coached in that setting,
0: um,
1: was was very revealing,
0: and Donna Perry. When you think about it, and again, folks, with Donna Perry. I mean, <clears throat> this is the president of the United States we're talking about. I mean, it's not, you know, the the senior partner of a law firm or who's just right. trying to get through, or even, you know, the head of a university. You you have to wonder, and I think it's fair to to wonder what decision making capabilities does he really have. When they're sitting in there in the Oval Office, or as you said, exactly. when he's on a call with Zelensky, well, you really feel for <laughs> Zelensky like, holy right. cow, did I right. draw a bad straw? I right. mean, you just wonder, and, and some of the problems, whether or not from day one, if, if President Biden has really fully absorbed the situation of what's going on over there.
1: Right. A great point, because that that's the thing. It's a fast moving, um, very complicated, dynamic thing. And even, John, about the weapon systems like, you know, they are technical, they're detailed weapon systems. This Mm. whole idea that for a while um, the U.S. military said, oh, we are only sending defensive weapons. Now we're sending what's offensive. I think that's you know way important for the ukrainians they were like well what have you been waiting for if we have one building standing in our entire country
0: um
1: and but you have to when you see all of this adds up um there's no escaping it john we live in the day and age of social media those images cut across the screen for everyone and like i say it what does it mean it translates into polls where people are just blank, you know, bluntly saying, yeah. like they ask them, you know, do you have confidence this president can do this and that? Oh. And the American public way, way yeah. at 65% or something yes. is saying no. no. <laughs> they're just like, no. Yeah. This, he doesn't Which means look a like, lot of Democrats,
0: you know. as you had said as well.
1: It has to be. Yes. Yeah, they're not, you know, so. And
0: before we take the break, what do you think the mood is up on Capitol Hill? I mean, whether you're Schumer Pelosi you, you know, they, they can try to put on a brave face, but they, they can tell, look out the window and tell, uh, not only is a storm coming, but a, a disastrous storm is coming for the party, and he is not up to it, and he cannot rally the troops, he is not capable right now of turning the tide, this is like batting down the hatches, they're just going to get pummeled.
1: They're going to get pummeled. And I think that if you read the tea leaves or maybe it's not even that mysterious, of course, I think there's right now, John, is kind of a, a subtle freeze really of relations yeah. between, um, you know, the Hill and their kind of staffs and the white house. Cause the white house is kind of probably a lot of it is they're kind of in their own bunker yep. um, and Schumer and, and go down the line. Um, I think for a lot of reasons that are also very complicated of um, the side effects of the war. And we have this oil and gas, um, you know, almost like a shortage problem, crisis costs and all that. Um, now you have progressives by a lot of accounts, the progressive wing yeah. is like moving away from Biden. Like, I, right. don't, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. And that did the, and that's kind of what's done the trick. And, and also that again, they they have to run this country and so you can't run it with a depleted you know no oil supplies where are we getting the supplies who are you right. buying it from so then of course the, as we have known that there are plenty of leases on uh, federal lands in our country right. where people should have been drilling should have been allowed to they were doing it under Trump well now he did as far as i follow this he you know they released that the leases can go forward right um and they've lost the progressives on that well that too bad i mean right. the, the you the, and from his white house point of view they have to just begin to govern and say yeah but we, we got to run a country here we
0: that's have right. to have
1: that drilling going on so they they seem john like they're not pleasing any constituency that's that's right you know you're losing your far left You're not appreciated by the people, you know, regular independent people in the middle. They're not with him, and the polls don't show that anyway.
0: Yeah. Folks, another quick break. Much more. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. ...into Brood Awakenings and discover the Brood difference. Two locations in Johnston, also in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Brood Awakenings, their local... Fresh ingredients, cozy environment, great comfortable chairs, delicious breakfast sandwiches, lunch, great drinks and coffee, and plenty of room to spread out and meet people. I'll see you, and you'll discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker, Sana Perry. DJ, I'd like to get your thoughts on the race for governor in Massachusetts. Um, Obviously, the primaries on both sides— be curious to hear you just kind of size up where you think the race is on the Republican side and the Democrat side.
1: Well, I will say that, um, you know, I, I have a lot of friends in the GOP here. And uh, just following that, I think what's been so far a little disappointing between Jeff Deal and then the kind of newcomer guy is Chris Dowdy. Um, and they are in a very kind of tight, contentious primary. Obviously, you've got to get past the primary to become the the general election, uh, candidate. And, um, I will say, um, Joe Battenfeld of the Herald had, has had some good pieces on saying that, you know, in Massachusetts, when you know, you have a small, uh, for a GOP party, he just feels that they're doing, and I would agree with this they're having a lot of back and forths over what seems like inside baseball arguments, mm-hmm. you know. And and I, he's saying, you know, what that doesn't help the wider Republican party cause. And yeah. they, they, you know, they're saying, oh, the other guy is something like cheating on the delegates for his side, and you know, we've seen this over the years in Rhode Island, and then. Um, deal said, oh, Dowdy hasn't paid his required fee as a candidate. You have to pay 25000 to support the party in this big nominating convention, stuff like that, that I don't think that moves a needle. Um, and, you know, and so I think from that perspective, a lot of people are saying, look, you have really far left people coming up the ranks on the, on the left and yeah. Maura Healy is emerging as will definitely be the biggest brand name person. Yeah, And she'll get all, you know, I would think she's going to get the money on the, the other side, but I just want to say something when you do watch them battling like that. Um, now Jeff deal people, you know, and you've, I think known him, I mean, he was well-regarded yes. and he certainly Trump regards him very well. He's built a big apparatus. So, I don't know who advises these people, John. I mean, I think he's big enough that he could have come on the box and say, yeah, well, welcome to the race, Mr. Dowdy. But like, go, you know, I know you're going to win a primary, but I think he's going to have the vote, you know, vote. So I I think I don't know why they're spending so much steam on that and not Mm. taking shots. at Maura Healy, as to our point, at a time, she's in the party of the failing presidency. Right. So I, I would say that, you know, deal, they can, they can do this as a double game. I mean, you can take shots at the new, the guy who's trying to, to me, he's in the underdog is the other guy, Dowdy against right. deal. So I, I, I'm just saying, I think people are expecting deal to, you know, come out of the blocks a little bit on, you can work both sides, um, and, and don't waste all your steam and give Healy all this time. She's just running around fundraising right now, of course. So um, and I would also say this is a, in a very important gubernatorial election for Massachusetts. Yeah, um, of course, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic. The state did lose a lot of steam. Mass was like such an engine up until, you know, things, everything collapsed in 2020. Um, and I would also note when, when if you think about it, why can't a Republican, if they put the right messaging together, you, you are following in the footsteps of everyone says, oh, just blue, blue Massachusetts. Well, you've had this highly popular Republican governor. That's right. <laughs> who's retiring in yes. Baker. Yeah. You know, um, I think at one time he was said to be the third most popular governor in the country.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And he's in, you know, blue, blue Massachusetts. So obviously he was able to put things together to be a champion of business he did fight a lot of fights but there's something about his manner it clicked for people and i would just say jd it, he knows more than anyone if you want to win statewide massachusetts you better go for that center lane yes. in my That's opinion right yeah you know and i i don't know like i think that they're gonna have to show they have a little more political uh skills and i i think Deal has that but again i know he's trying to win the primary and then but it's then as as has often been noted in other you know races and many other years like it's very hard if you're too far right and you're trying to come back to the center because right. you're going to take on maura healy so you know i'd love to see a republican run really hard against maura healy and mm-hmm. i'm not saying she's going to win but she seems to be the name that will be you know the one to beat so John, Perry, New,
0: New York City, um, both of us have lived there. I, I'll tell you, I am just so disappointed in this mayor. Last week, you know, that was obviously – that w- that was an act of terror, even though they can say he's not a terrorist. But what is so frightening is this individual, the shooting on the subway. He went on this yep. week with Stephanopoulos over the weekend. It's like, oh, you know, all major cities have crime and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you you, you can't have this type of thing. You're the, the mayor. I, I think Eric Adams – who's really been given a chance and a free pass and a former police officer. Yeah. It's, to me, it's, it's remarkable the, the it was just, it's a comedy of errors. The You know, the, the, the cameras didn't work at the subway. And then the police officer went down and, you know, he had to use he, the, their radios didn't work down there. He, you, you have a major problem when the lead story in the nation is all these people shot on the New York city subway. This guy had explosives, you know, he was, they were trying to find him. He was, obviously on the run for about a day and a half, but I'm, I'm not convinced now. I, I initially thought, wow, former police officer, this is what I did. The more I hear this, Eric Adams, I don't, I don't think he gets how much New York only works. If people feel safe.
1: A hundred percent, John. And I think rightfully he is really starting to feel the heat to get something very constructive turned around in this. And, Again, you know, you're not the media, his people, in my view, need to be stronger in in defending him. I would just say from a PR perspective, Um, de Blasio did a lot of damage to New York. So the fact that this happens and de Blasio went on, you know, of course, an MSNBC show. If I was his people, I would have been jumping on that in five yeah. seconds and say, You're part of the reason. Right. You know, he did try to dismantle a lot of the police. We yeah. remember they took billions. Yes. They you know, did. Billions is, um, you know, an actual amount of money. So yes. you know, they took billions from the po- NYPD. Yep. Um, the, It's a police force. You're running a city that is larger than police forces in some you know small countries i mean you you cannot and you just said it the exact right way it, it in the 1970s the fear of crime just de- almost destroyed new york that's right you, you know that yes. was the famous thing new york on paper went bankrupt yeah and the federal government wouldn't bail them out that's a famous headline you know drop dead was the federal response or something i mean the, new york has come so far oh.
0: Um,
1: and now of course he, but like with Eric Adams, like these things have to get, you have to reverse whatever was laid in by, um, de Blasio. And I would say at this point, John, he, you know, stop apologizing Yes. for things about the police, you That's know, right. they, they got a policing issues.
0: Yeah. You know? say yeah. What you Bloomberg, you know, they had the right policies to prevent crime. The problem is now. Because of de Blasio, because of all the various stuff after George Floyd, now it's just all you're all reacting to crime. There's no right. prevention of crime. Um, you, you can't compare and start rattling off. We've taken guns off the streets and there's actually more murders in Tulsa, Oklahoma, New York City. You need people. You need police visible. You need them on the street. You need them on the subway. You need to restore confidence. I, I don't think that he is. I, I'm not hearing it yet. I'm hearing a lot of talking points. Um, I, I And never mind. Granted, he had COVID. So he was in quarantine when that was going on. Donna Perry, finally, I just want to go to the, the southern yeah. border. And what's going to be coming up at the end of May, and that is that whole thing with Title 42. I know some people are hearing rumblings about it. But basically, President Trump suspended. You know, you couldn't just come in. It was the stay in Mexico for all these people that want to come now. Biden again, now, you know, asleep at the switch is about to lift that. So now you'd go back to this policy where the people come in. It's called catch and release. Yeah. Um, they never respond back. As bad as things are right now, I know. Uh, in could... about another month, this, uh, and you have Democrats that are speaking up, this could actually be decimating if he allows this border the southern border to be completely open
1: well exactly right i mean the the fact that we uh they were already at these unprecedented numbers of crossings you've had um you know ice and and these other um border patrol folks they've been john they've been screaming about it they saying we can't even keep up with it now um and for them to think they're going to just lift this provision and again. You want to say to the administration, you know, you're not the president of like AOC and her little followers, okay? You're the president of the United States. We have to have a border. I don't know who they think they're going to please with that. They've lost the progressives anyway. If I would them, you know, you got to, and it shouldn't just be political. This is wrong for this country. And when you have a war and there's a lot of evidence that people, uh, you know, and you have some bad actors all over the country, whether you have all over the world and you have them in the Middle East. And that I think that the word is out, the U.S. border, southern border, is like a wide-open walkthrough. It is. So they're flying in, oh. and then they can just get across. And I think it's just a matter of time. Of And then, what will Biden do? Are you going to have yeah. a terrorist attack within our country's borders? And you mm. could. This is out of control. And you're right. Like Their own Democrats are saying please rethink this yes and and then by the way what one last thing so where in the heck is the vp harris who was supposed to be quote right. in charge of immigration or whatever Yeah,
0: she is completely mia folks she is independent columnist opinion maker donna perry dj great job as always stay safe and we'll talk to you again.
1: great to talk to you
0: portion of the program brought to you by the Sit in check them out on the website com. the Sit in or an island tradition Since 1977, located 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers, there's always a great crowd. You can link directly to them and gift certificates are available. The Coheset Inn, 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 99.9 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dePetro.com. Check out the website, dePetro.com. We have original, unique, exclusive stories, videos, content, all our links to social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's all right there. And that's also the best way to reach me. Log on at the website, dePetro.com, dePetro.com. Others' disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401-688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage unwanted belongings maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out clean it out with brother's disposal they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brother roland today at brother's disposal 401-688-0517 whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings call brother's disposal today come on brother call brother's disposal 401 401- six eight eight zero five one seven look for them on facebook brothers disposal get a dumpster in your driveway 401-688-0517 you're listening to the john DePetro show on am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at the website com. now while you're there uh there's a lot of exclusive stories folks we cover stories the rest of the media ignores it's real news whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break, log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a, a button that says Contact John. You can also support the program. You you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com. And it's all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, so you can watch Facebook Live or also Twitter, or YouTube, or Instagram. So take a minute, and then also, we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's depetro.com. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people... Texting and driving, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 401- 272 3340 they'll handle everything for you the original the best and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up tell them bring that car over to west fountain autobody 401 272 3340 401 272 3340 west fountain autobody located 400 west fountain street in providence they'll work for you not the insurance company if you're in an accident Call West Fountain today, get it repaired, 401-272-3340.